On today's episode, you're going to learn about how to use interactive marketing content to reduce choice paralysis and increase engagement. Do stay tuned. Retail and e-commerce have witnessed an unprecedented transformation in the last decade. The widespread adoption of mobile technology, social media, as well as the lowered cost of cloud-based technology have not only eroded the barriers to entry in retail, but it's also led to the rapid rise and dominance of digital native product brands that sell directly to their customers. On this podcast, you'll get the scoop on customer acquisition and retention strategies employed by high-growth digital native product brands. Not being afraid to spend because you know that customer is going to pay it back uh, three or four-fold. That's when you start to unlock channels in the way that they were meant to be used. Listen to interviews with experts at the forefront of technology and innovation in digital retail. Three years ago, they wouldn't have come to us because, yeah, the macro trend of cloud, Wi-Fi, broadband availability, that was a real, that was a real problem. Hear first-hand stories from founders of innovative direct-to-consumer brands. Although I was thinking about the competition, I was more thinking about, like, how do I just build a freaking successful business? We focus on driving as much traffic as possible, converting that traffic, uh, and then dumping money back into driving more traffic. These insights will help you consistently 2x growth in specific areas of your direct-to-consumer brand. This is the 2x e-commerce podcast, hosted by Kunle Campbell. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast. Now, this interview you're about to listen to is an interview I had with Soksham Sharda, who is the creative director at a platform called Outgrow. Now, Outgrow is a platform that actually creates like interactive marketing content. So um, things like um, creating on-site calculators, quizzes, assessments, recommendations, polls, chatbots, giveaways, and surveys, survey forms. And what they do is they um, they allow you to use it in models, um, on sites, just integrated into content and the like, and it's no, there's no code required. Now, in this conversation, if there were like two, maybe three key takeaways I, I picked up from it, one was if you have a store that has a lot of options, so you have lots of SKUs, you have 50 or more SKUs, you'd want to whittle down choice. You know, your 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 shoppers will potentially have choice paralysis and you'd really want to whittle down what's um, their options so they pretty much um, know exactly what they, they need. And what you could do is you could use a quiz or an assessment to help them or guide them um, to their path towards purchase. So they're more like shopping assistants. Imagine walking into a store and you meet um, a shopping assistant and the shopping assistants ask you, you know, what do you, what do you need this product for? Say you're, you're looking for like a dinner jacket or something like that. And they, they ask you questions and then they take you straight to the particular aisle that you're looking for and then they give you two or three options something like that imagine that now online and then so choice paralysis was one um the other um big sort of takeaway from this conversation i had was um just the fact that um about no code tools um no code tools basically are tools for marketing 
department essentially that will empower you without the use of code to actually deploy solutions on site. So, so that was another, you know, really, really, really big idea. And um, really um, another final point I want to say is um, just the use of these tools can enable you increase engagement and also gather a lot of marketing data. It's it's an interesting conversation. Socksham is very clever. Um, it's based out in Germany, I believe. And um, yeah, the, the company is actually global and it's it's a brilliant conversation. You, you really want to hear this, especially if you're stuck um, in with just pop-up, you know, just normal model pop-up content and you really want to rev that up because with all these tools, you could still collect emails, you know, at the end of of all the interactions that you're able to engage. Anyway, I'm not going to talk too much. Listen to this episode. I'm sure you'd get a lot of value and I shall catch you on the other side. Cheers. Behind on planning for Black Friday and Cyber Monday? Well, Clavio is here to help. Clavio is the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for online brands of all kinds and all sizes. With email automation, SMS marketing, list growth tools, and more, you'll get everything you need to build strong relationships that keep your customers coming back. And with the holiday season right around the corner, there's no time like the present. Get up and running quickly with Clavio's lightning fast integrations, pre-built marketing automations, and the beautiful email templates. Whether you're a billion dollar business or just starting out, Clavio is the e-commerce marketing platform for growth during the holidays and long after. Get a free trial at clavio.com slash 2x. That is K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash 2x. Let's take a quick break to talk about screwing up. Accidents happen. Perhaps you installed an app that messed up your theme or a CSV import completely messed up your product catalog. Common myth, cloud-based e-commerce platforms like Shopify and BigCommerce have automatic backup solutions you can use when something goes wrong with your store. This is simply untrue. They don't. Myth busted. So what do you do? You use Rewind. Rewind will protect Shopify and BigCommerce stores with automatic backups. Rewind should be the first app you install to protect your store against human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your very own magic undo button. Rewind is trusted by over 25,000 businesses from side hustles to the biggest retail brands you can think of. Gymshark, Movement Watches and Pampers all use Rewind for automatic backups. So here's the deal for 2Xs. If you head over to rewind.io, which is R-E-W-I-N-D.io, install Rewind, you'll get to use it for free for seven days. If you reach out to the Rewind team and mention the 2X e-commerce podcast, then extend your seven-day trial for a full month for free. Enjoy peace of mind with Rewind backups. Remember to head over to rewind.io and don't forget to mention the 2X e-commerce podcast for a full month trial. Hello, guys. 
Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast. I'm your host, Kune Campbell, and this is the e-commerce podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. Now, if you work in marketing at an online, you know, e-commerce or online retail business or a founder, I'm going to help you sell more directly to your customers. Each week I post at least, and we, we get at least one interview from an expert, a founder or representative from a best in class, you know, e-commerce SaaS platform. Um, our focus really is growing growth metrics, you know, um, you know, so metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, your audience size, and ultimately sales. Um, I give them a remit essentially to help you, um, you know, just help you sell more, you know, online directly to, to your customers. Now on today's show, I have Soksham Sada, um, or who is the creative director of Outgrow. Now Outgrow is a platform that lets marketers build and launch interactive calculators and viral quizzes that help engagement on your site and essentially help you generate, you know, more leads. I really want to talk about, we're going to talk about, um, you know, um, customer choice paralysis. Uh, we're going to talk about interactive marketing tools, you know, on your store, how to use, how to basically generate more engagement on your store and generate more leads. Um, without further ado, I'd like to welcome Soksham. Hi, Soksham. How are you doing? Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Fantastic. Okay. Um, I probably haven't done you sufficient justice, Shoksham. Um, mm-hmm. In regards to your platform, you know, Outgrow, could you just um, give users an idea of what Outgrow does and what you do, you know, at Outgrow? So Outgrow, as as you said, uh, it allows people to create interactive content such as contests, giveaways, polls, quizzes, surveys, calculators, and also e-commerce recommendations, which would be which would be very relevant for your audience, and assessments and chatbots as well. Now these allow people to interact with your existing customers and prospects in a very engaging way. Now the content that you create can be embedded on your e-store. It can be promoted using your blog or your email newsletter or your social media channels and you get the capability and this is important because you get the capability to track the return of investment and analytics as soon as you go live. So you're able to easily launch multiple campaigns and assess how they compare uh, using the compare tabs on Outgrow and on the results page or you can have a key call to action for each interactive content piece that you build. You can have a key call to action that can lead people to buying the product or that can lead people to like, you know, downloading your brochure or anything that's required. So that's what Outgrow does. And personally, I specialize in data collection, analysis, filtering, and transfer by the means of widgets and applets. Uh, Interactive, cultural, and trending widgets designed by me have been featured on Product Hunt, Trend Hunter, uh, Factory Berlin, Digimarcorn, Silicon Valley, and at the European Affiliate Summit. So that's what I do. And I'm particularly at Outgrow, I work as their creative director. So my job basically involves expanding what the software can do and how our clients can get the most from it. Incredible. Um, I love the fact that you, you know, I'm speaking to you because you're at the front line, essentially, you know, um, building out, you know, these solutions and, you know, design, re- rethinking um, a lot of the solutions out there. Okay, so Outgrow is four years old. Um, where are you guys based? 
so the headquarters are in New York and we have okay. offices in LA, but a lot of our team, and that actually was helpful for us, like more than 50% of our team is working remotely. Okay. I'm currently working from Europe, which is nice considering all the turmoil Absolutely. in the US. <laughs> so so I'm working in the, from Europe. And uh, so it was very easy for us to like just get into the whole uh post-pandemic remote work culture because we had just been doing that anyway and we have great efficiency with doing that. And we use interactive content to actually make it more efficient, which everyone can do as well. Okay, okay. Okay, so let's look at the interactive content landscape. Um, so in the world of e-commerce, we're very used to pop-ups, you know, um, email collection mm. pop-ups. It's they're, they're basic to say the least. And, and that's why I really wanted to have a conversation with you guys because... With email collection pop-ups, you a pop-up comes in, you give an incentive. Uh, here's ten percent off your first order. Um, can you please put um, your email, you know, in exchange? Um, hardly do we ever, you know, um, put in interactive content. Um, so, in from your perspective, you know, there and Outgo, what is the split? What's the B two B versus B two C split? With the use of interactive, you know, um, you know, content and interactive marketing, um, you know, um, tools, you know, on on site. So I'll give you like two examples for like B two B and B two C in the case mm -hmm. of e commerce. So B two B example that I usually give is uh, say you're on a lawyer's website, okay, an attorney's website, and the primary call to action there is just contact me. So there's a lot of static test text and then there's just a primary call to action saying contact me. And now the problem is that we're living in this information age where there's tons of lawyers out there. All of them have these such websites and all of them have call to actions called contact me. So you're not you don't know which one to choose. And that's how we come to decision paralysis, choice paralysis. You don't know which lawyer to get because, because everyone seems good and there's no way to actually verify who is good. Now imagine that uh, on a lawyer's website, instead you had the primary call to action that said, see how much I can save you in legal fees. So you click on that and then it asks you a couple of questions, takes a, a little data from your site and then gives you a personalized result over time that if you hired this lawyer, how much can this lawyer save your company in legal fees, you know, depending on what state you're in, uh, depending on what industry you're in. So it gives a personalized value at the end. And just before it gives the value, it also asks the user uh, for their email so that, you know, later you can follow up. So to get yeah. this value, because you're giving the customer something for free free, all you're asking for is your email, they're very likely to just, you know, give their email. So, so then that customer enters your marketing funnel and you're able to just, you know, get in touch with them. So, and you're also providing like info, infographic value to show them over time how much they can save. So that's an example for B2B. And uh, another example for B2B would be see which state should you incorporate your business to, or, you know, see which state you should shift your business to depending on the tax laws or, you know, stuff like that. So B2B businesses, it's it's really the, the ambit is very vast. Now, let me go to B2C and specifically in the the case of e-commerce, uh, the classic example for like decision paralysis is like if you, if you like have you have websites like you know AliExpress and everything where there's like so many goods, and that's like flooded the market with goods, and again you have decision paralysis because how does your store stand out against these stores that just have cheap products for like you know uh, and a lot of choice? Uh, so what you do, and this is what Amazon does, you would uh, see that in Amazon, but also like Sephora does this, a lot of companies do this. 
Uh, they have e-commerce recommendations. So I would say in the physical world, if you want to buy a pair of sunglasses or shades, you walk into a mall and you walk into like, you know, a shop like Gucci or Prada or Zara or somewhere. And uh, there's always a shop assistant who, who knows, who has some expertise in the field of sunglasses, who's able to tell you which one are going to suit you the best. Now, if you go to an online store, there is no such shop assistant. So I think the good way to go about this is with interactive content and e-commerce recommendation that asks you a couple of questions like, you know, what is your face shape? What is your eye color? You know, which actors do you like? Based on that, it recommends, you know, sunglasses or shades that would suit your face the best. So it basically helps with decision paralysis because if you're working in any industry, it doesn't matter if it's B2B or B2C, uh, you are running that business because you have a particular expertise in that business and you have to understand that the customer does not have that expertise and he doesn't know that you have that expertise and you have to be able to give the customer personalized value and you can the way you can do this is by using your expertise to make an interactive content piece that helps them make a decision. You have to come 50% towards the customer and help them out in actually choosing something. And that's where interactive content comes in. Let's take this quick break to hear from our sponsors. Is your e-commerce store powered by Magento, BigCommerce, Commerce Cloud, WooCommerce, or a custom cat platform? Is it slow? Does it have too many fields or involves too many steps to complete a purchase? Enter Bolt. It's the fastest e-commerce checkouts in the industry, period. Bolt loads 10x faster than native checkouts with an average checkout duration of just over 30 seconds. Bolt is mobile native with no scroll on mobile screens. It offers a zero fraud guarantee and has 42% fewer fields than native checkouts. Bolt supports Stripe, Apple Pay, PayPal, and several more payment gateways and providers. Bolt helps luxury sunglasses brand Dita reduce checkout abandonment by 32%, which resulted in a 50% conversion rate uplift. Don't lose customers at checkout. Use Bolt. Bolt is offering a completely free bottom of funnel checkout audit to 2x e-commerce listeners. Head over to bolt.com forward slash 2x to get your free checkout audit now. That's bolt.com interesting you mentioned decision paralysis mm -hmm. um so in the b2c space would you say that bigger stores or bigger offerings stand to benefit as compared to very specialist stores with interactive content <laughs> What do you mean by bigger stores tend to benefit um, as compared to specialist stores? Um, so stores with bigger catalogs, you know, um, so with, let's say you're selling suits, for instance, and you have a skew count mm -hmm. of 300 suits and, you know, people are really finding it difficult to figure out what to, mm. to get um, with an interactive tool that as you, as you give an example, you know, says, um, you know, what's your height, um, what colors do you like? Who's your favorite actor would help them narrow down the the, the choice yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, exactly 
For sure, definitely in the case of bigger stores, uh, it's just that it's easier to explain this in the case of bigger stores. But when we look at like B2B companies specifically, uh, even smaller companies, it's very helpful for them because like if you're coming from outside the industry, uh, no, if you're coming from in the industry, for you, it might be simple which pricing plan you should be getting like for on a particular subscription based uh, store. Or if you, it must be, if you're like, if you're a person selling courses, you know, if you're a person uh, recommending podcast episodes. Uh, it's obvious to you because you've been through that. You work in the industry, but you have to always like look at it from the perspective of a first-time buyer. For him, probably, you know, a, a small store is also too many options. Like, you know, like even like even our own website, we have four pricing plans, but for freelancers, for small and medium businesses, uh, and then for enterprises, right? So, but even like to, for, for a new time customer, it's sometimes hard to decide that, you know, which plan is right for them. So I I think it works equally for uh you know choice paralysis for like too many products but also choice paralysis when you really can't pick from like you know an industry you don't actually understand so so yeah so it works both ways but definitely it helps like if your store is really big you definitely need to help people out by you know making the choice for them to an extent okay so these are essentially you know really clever um helpers wizards you know to put mm -hmm. it in old in old terms so what does it look like in the back end? Um, how do you, how does a non-technical person actually, you know, code in that intelligence? Um, and how does that map into like a product catalog, you know, in a store? Um, mm. Could you sort of um, lift the bonnet a little bit, or as they say in America, lift the hood, you know, a little bit so we, <laughs> we can... Um, understand For sure. Yeah. I mean, like the example I give for this usually is that it's a no-code tool. So A, one doesn't have to worry about coding at all. And that I think is the biggest achievement because, you know, when I was young, they were always like, oh, you need to learn coding because that's the next big thing. And, you know, I joined a coding class and I was terrible at it. Uh, and I almost like failed because of that. Uh, and then I learned that, you know, coding is not meant for everyone and it mm. shouldn't be meant for everyone. And again, the second thing one has to remember is that if humanity is so good at coding, by now they must have invented tools that allow you to code without actually coding and mm -hmm. that's what no code tools are about what 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 the information age values is not the ability you have to code but the creativity you have in your industry that is of more value to this economy than your expertise with coding or your reliance on developers or mm -hmm. your ability to procure developers so outgrow as a no code tool what it brings to you is the ability to just go on the builder use drag and drop resources like you don't have to do anything Thing. There's no code on the builder at all. You just need to edit the colors, add your logo, you know, add pictures, add GIFs, add conditional logic, which is just like, you know, if he answers a question saying this, then we lead him there as opposed to leading him like to this option. So, you know, it's very basic, simple understanding of a user flow. And that allows you to just build these e-commerce recommendation widgets without any hassle or without like, you know, having to go through a developer team and all that. So uh, it's it's also like the other thing to emphasize is that you have an expertise in your industry. I'll give you an example of this guy, uh, this client of ours who wanted to make a, a, a makeup set recommendation widget. So he wanted to sell makeup sets to uh, his audience. So he came up with these questions because, you know, I have no idea. I've been working on this tool for a long time, but I had no idea. But he 
he did because he was able to uh, ask questions like, you know, so for recommending a makeup set, he asks you again, like, what's your eye color? What is your face shape? But a key question he asked was, what color are the veins under your skin? Because mm-hmm. that is apparently important to determine what foundation goes on your face when you're putting on makeup. So, you know, these kind of intelligent questions that are very easily able to determine what uh, the user should buy. And it also like makes the user feel that, okay, I'm taking a widget that is intelligent, you know? So, so that's how it helps. I think it's very easy to build. You get, go on the builder, you can start from scratch, or we also have a thousand, almost 2000 templates that you can just edit easily for like 21 different industries. So if, whether you're like a person selling courses or whether you're a real estate agent or whether you're just selling stuff online is totally possible for you to just edit these. Okay. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Um, from an interaction standpoint, which or which of the options from um, which of your tools um, have or has delivered, you know, the best you know, sort of engagement with with customers? Hmm. So I think it's usually. Uh... I would say all of them are really important depending on what industry someone is in. Because like, so a calculator is really important for B2B businesses because they're trying to sell products that have multiple variables. So if any variable changes, the the ultimate result, the cost of the the product changes. And it also allows them to show the result in a long-term value infographically. So a calculator helps B2B businesses. But for B2C, we have seen all kinds, everything helps like a contest. So you make a contest that, you know, people should share your hashtag so many times in order to win, you know, a shirt or something. So, so it, it really depends, but we've seen quizzes, uh, quizzes, calculators, contests, polls, chatbots, all of them are very helpful. And sometimes people just combine one with another and they make a hybrid widget that is also very helpful and can do multiple things at the same time. So I would say it is a combination of factors. One of the things we are seeing recently, I'll give you an example, is that Facebook has also introduced an option uh, on your Facebook page. Now you can have uh, a, a tab that allows you to embed a widget. So it's an interactive tab that you can have where you can just put a little widget that can collect bookings or that can, you know, uh, serve as a contest or that can give you a calculation. So we're seeing that recently take off. And what we're also seeing is obviously the rise and fall of e-commerce brands on Instagram. And this has led to like, you know, any Instagram influencer can within months or like within a year, definitely can rise to like, as much production and sales as like, you know, any small business out there. So we've seen that on Insta stories. So when you swipe up, uh, people are able to use calculators or quizzes to uh, engage with their audience. Yeah. Mm. And, and I see with the, with the e-commerce, you know, recommendations engine tool on your site, mm-hmm. I, I think I'll just share my screen for those who are going to be watching the video. Um, so on, on your site, I could actually see, um, that's let's see here i i could actually see that you integrate with shopify yes. so your product catalog will be there um based on the flow you'd you dictate um it will recommend you know a suite of products you know based on all the answers you've you provided i guess yeah, we have a native integration with Shopify and also with a thousand other integration partners and stores. So it's native. It's all internally handled. All you need to do is to just get an outgrow plan and you can directly link it from your quiz builder 
to Shopify or anywhere else. And you can embed it. You can, you know, have it as a chatbot on your e-store. Uh, there's like tons of options like to mm. do that. And uh, you can have it as pop-ups, advertisements, sidebars, floating rectangles, full-page yeah. embeds. It's yeah. totally possible, yeah. I was, was going to ask you about um, the presentation of it. Um, so which do you think works best on, on mobile? Would you say a, a pop-under or a, you know, a pop-up? How would you, you know, best deliver a decent user experience for a mobile user so it's not that intrusive mm -hmm. i would just say an embed because personally i'm not the biggest fan of pop-ups because you know i don't like websites where like fifteen thousand different things start popping up as soon as you land up there and mm -hmm. so you have to uh, get your blockers installed i think an embed is the best way so try to like uh embed it on your store as like a little uh like as soon as someone enters your store the first thing they see is a nice embed that guides them through the store so it's like a shop assistant right so right so so someone is, who's out there and who's friendly and is not just like popping up in your face like you know so yeah so yeah. i would say like a nice embed uh and you can also like the key thing is you can a b test on outgrow and this is the key strong function about outgrow is that we give real data analytics so the the thing is not just that they're answering a couple of questions your clients they they come to your e-store they answer a couple of questions and they get what they want but you're also collecting really good marketing data and understanding your user base when you do this so if you have it embedded on your website it's functional 24 7 it's calculating data by like you know where did this user come from which website he came from who referred him where is he located did he access access it on mobile or did he access it on desktop so you can uh, get all that data and then in the outgrow builder you're able to optimize your applet or widget based on this data so you can constantly keep improving it you can do a b testing and see which one works better you can see whether the pop-up was working better or whether the embed was working better right. or whether your email campaign was working better and based on that you can change your widget so that it's optimized for that particular outlet right 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 and you know i mean it'd be different from <clears throat> from websites to websites i would guess um yeah it's, it, it it looks very it seems very very interesting um what about you know um surveys and and quiz oh, sorry with the recommendations engine in an e-commerce context hmm. where would you suggest um you know an embed is placed uh, at the home page and category pages um, where are you seeing your clients actually, you know, utilize the the recommendation um, engine? Well, it really depends, you know. So sometimes, as we were talking about earlier, that if you have too many products in your store, or even if you don't have too many products, if you see someone scrolling down your product catalog and you can just trigger it to to just like come up, if someone has scrolled down beyond a certain point. So it can be very intuitive to see, okay, so this person wants what he wants and he already got what he wants and that's fine. So you don't bother him. But someone who's been on your website for a while and is still searching and searching and scrolling and scrolling and he still hasn't bought anything. So in that case, the recommendation widget can be embedded either at the bottom of your page. So if they scroll down too much and they're like, you know, at the ninth page of your catalog list, so it can be there. Otherwise, you can also have it like, you know, for abandoned carts, for instance, if someone abandons their card then you can trigger an email with a widget that helps them you know recommend them something that 
you think they might like based on their recommendations. So you can put it there. So it's really up to you. And I think as I keep emphasizing, like I can give examples as to where these can can go in a very apt manner. But what we have seen is the most creative uses uh, by people who are, who are, you know, experts in the industry. And I think yeah. I, I speak in general for 21 different industries, but I have seen the most amount of innovation come from, from like our clients. And so uh, they would know where to place it and they would know how it goes. Who are yeah. your best in class e-commerce clients? In class? What do you mean in class? No, your, your best best in class. So who are oh, the best in the class? Best okay, class. I was just like in class as an out of class. <laughs> but yeah, for sure. In class, I would say uh, we've seen like across the board, we've seen, you know, uh, people selling products. We've seen people selling services. We've seen people selling beauty products. We've seen, uh, you know, influencers online, you know, and again, like because e-commerce is like, when we expand it, it becomes like a huge term. So I don't want to exclude any of our clients. So I would say even like influencers on Instagram, like fitness influencers selling like, you know, fitness plans or selling like their uh, gym memberships. We've seen those happen. Uh, we've seen beauty products. That's a huge thing. Healthcare, that's a huge thing. Uh, we've seen, as for physical products go, like the sunglasses example is really easy to say. So that's one. Uh, the uh, the makeup set is another one that we use. Uh, the watches, we've seen people sell watches, uh, clothes as well. So it's really, across the board. But one example I would give you that's recent and very relevant to the times is uh, basically when the whole uh, uh, the coronavirus thing started in February, especially in Europe, it was a really big deal and they immediately just banned all the restaurants. And so a lot of our restaurant uh, like you know, clients, they came up and they said, okay, so now we can't have people coming and eating at our restaurant. So instead, uh, we need a solution uh, by which we can actually sell, uh, do takeaway, switch to takeaway or takeout very easily. So what they did was they build on Artgrow because it's a no-code tool and it's really easy to build. Uh, they build a build your own burger menu or build your own pizza menu and then it gives you a customized price based on that. And uh, that really increased the you know, takeaway and takeout uh, and automated the whole process instead of someone having to sit on the phone and take an order. Uh, it was just basically someone goes on the website and just orders a customized menu and it's just ready for takeout. So that's another new example we've seen. So what I want to really emphasize is with no code tools, there is the limit is endless. And constantly, like we see people like uh, using their expertise to build something that can really help the clients. Like that. I learned another term. So there's, the first was the choice paralysis. And the <laughs> no code tools. Uh, very, very interested. Clavio is the e-commerce marketing platform that helps brands build relationships with memorable email and SMS messages. Today, more than 50,000 brands like Living Proof, Hint, and Choppies choose Clavio to help them grow. Learn more and get started with the free trial at clavio.com slash 2x. That is K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash 2x. Okay, um, want to really touch quickly on chatbots. Um, so, what you know? Again, um, you're designing chatbots with with no code. Do you have any use cases on on, on chatbots and the deployment of chatbots? So the great thing about chatbots is that we have like a universal chatbot template on our website that anyone can use, mm -hmm. uh, like literally across 24 different industries, anyone mm -hmm. can use. All you need to do is like 
some edits here and there. So this, you don't even need to start from scratch. You can just go to our examples page on our website, outgrow.co forward slash examples, and you will see a thousand different templates. But for the chatbot, it's even easier because, you know, there's a general flow, every website, whether you're an e-store or whether you're like, you know, any other industry, there's a general flow every chatbot follows and you can just go and edit that. It will take you barely five minutes. Uh, put it on your website. If it doesn't work out, change some of the questions and see how people are answering, see when they drop out of the, the user flow and edit it based on that. So it's it's just really easy. With chatbots, it's it's basically like, you know, you're guiding, you're helping, you're helping guide your users through a particular flow on your website. You know, if they have a particular question, they can just ask that. So it's just easy to do. So I think chatbots is just a universal use case and you can just use that template. Yeah. Okay. And then what about giveaways? Um, do, you, do you have any, any examples on, on giveaways? So for instance, like a lot of like uh, e-commerce traffic, especially also if you're like an affiliate for like Amazon or if you're an affiliate for, uh, you know, e not eBay, but Amazon or like, you know, L'Oreal or any other company. Uh, an affiliate, for those of you who don't know, is a person who's selling on behalf of a company like Amazon. And every time someone, uh, you're talking about this product on your blog, you're an affiliate, you're talking about it on your blog, and then you recommend a product and someone ends up on Amazon, then they buy something and Amazon gives you a commission. Uh, so what you can do is use a contest to say, oh, if you, uh, if, if you like, you know, no, I'll give you another, uh, it's like, you know, if you have a blog and you give people to get, uh, you give people a chance to get featured on your blog as a award that they can win on a contest. So we have seen like uh, companies like uh, recently we saw I think it was at the Mobile World Conference Barcelona. I think Nokia did that. Nokia was like, share a hashtag 50 times or like share a hashtag with the most interesting tweet or share a picture of the Mobile World Conference with a hashtag and uh, get a chance to win a free, uh, you know, Nokia phone. So you just give one free, uh, you know, award. It can be a chance to be featured on your blog or it can be a product. It can be a shirt from your e-commerce store. And in return, you ask people to share your hashtag to talk about you on social media. So like, you know, 20,000 people might participate in the contest and you only have to give one prize at the end of it, but you get the buzz and the engagement from 20,000 people on social media. So it really works for you. And that's how a contest works. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. Right. Cool. Um, yeah. So I think we, we've pretty much, um, yeah, I think we've pretty much covered interactive tools. Um, so back into like the e-commerce world and, um, with post COVID, um, what, what have you seen? What was COVID like with merchants working with Outgrow and what, what, what is it like now, um, as we continue to, to grapple with, with this pandemic? But I think the key thing is that if it wasn't happening before, I mean, it was already like, you know, physical and retail shopping was on already on a decline. And the ascent of e-commerce was already projected to like, you know, be really good over time. And I think uh, PricewaterhouseCoopers released a report that this ascent of e-commerce has been accelerated by 30% because of the pandemic. Like, it's not even a question, like, you know, already uh, Walmart, uh, I think also uh, Macy's and all these stores, uh, the Black Friday and Christmas shopping season that's coming this quarter, like, you know, it's moving online. You're not going to see 
like those Black Friday, like, you know, rushes in malls and, you know, stores, etc. This entire rush has been shifted online. These deals will be available online. And for me, that's a great opportunity because for the first time and maybe the only time, uh, small and medium-sized businesses can actually compete at the same level as these big brands because only in this year have will they not have a chance at all to have any of those big physical stores with like, you know, uh, the space and resources to manage these crowds, whereas they have to compete at the same level. Everyone's going to be online. You have an equal chance of, of advertising with interactive content on Facebook, on Twitter, you know, use these e-commerce recommendations to give these discounts, to use contests, because this is your only chance to compete with like the big brands. And it might not happen next year again, because, you know, this is the coronavirus has shifted everyone online. And now's your turn to actually grab that market at an uh, as an equal to Walmart and Macy's and everyone. Yeah, yeah this, this, this Q4 is going to be phenomenal. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I just hope many e-commerce businesses can cope with um, from a supply chain standpoint. Um, for, with the demand. Um, and also in the same vein, um, a lot of um, retailers and consumer packaged goods, traditional consumer packaged goods that normally used to distribute through grocery, you know, grosses, mm. are starting to really brace up their direct to consumer um, you know, sure. um, yeah, efforts. Yeah. Uh, I'm seeing um, I'm seeing some brands, you know, some, some supermarket brands that you'd think would never ever want to sell to, to, you know, direct to consumer doing it both at the enterprise level. Um, mm-hmm. I have, I have a, 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 a mate who runs an agency and I believe they helped Heinz, um, sell ketchup, you know, um, on Shopify plus over the pandemic and people bought like in troves so they were stocking up on, on ketchup and a few other products. And in the same vein, you know, smaller independent, um, you know, um, farmers and, um, you know, brands are seeing, okay, we already have some brand parity, some brand equity by being in the stores, people are searching for us. Let's, you know, give them the ability to buy, you know, from us very conveniently on a subscription basis or what have you. So there's a lot of activity now online and there's an opportunity. And I really think like this interactive content, um, will help customers will help brands and e-tailers essentially e-commerce you know brands know their customers a bit more and help be helpful to their customers automatically you know especially yeah. with the chatbots so and help them good. choose because you know if there's everyone is competing amazon macy's walmart is competing for competing for only available internet space with small and medium brands who yeah. now have the same power as them because they don't need to go to those big stores yeah. which means everyone's competing there's too much noise how do yeah. you get through the noise is by actually just helping your customer make a decision and that is what interactive content can allow you to do they will make the decision if you help them make the decision they will buy from you they don't have to buy from amazon right you know so yeah essentially you're coding in a shopping assistant on your site exactly yeah it's it's, and he's going to be automatic you don't have to like you know (laughs) exactly train and train and train obviously you get feedback and then you can improve it exactly yeah put that in um, another very, you know, interesting point is the, um, it's just the options you have. Um, I've been very selective with the, with the e-commerce platforms and solutions that come on the show. Mm. And, and, and I think this, you know, you know, Algro is worth a, 
a goal, you know, interactive content, you know, people should start thinking about, you know, how do we, you know, start to put more interactive content on site? There are other platforms, by the way, but like thinking about interactive content, and I really just want to thank you, um, you know, just sharing, you know, all of your insights, because I've not really thought about, you know, this from a growth standpoint, and it looks like it could be a good, huge, you know, um, you know, growth lever for, for each other, especially from intelligence gathering also. Um, so just one final question before I let you go, Shaksham, mm-hmm. um, which is really what are your thoughts of the future of e-commerce um, in the next three to five years? So in 2025, what, what do you think? Um, what do you think the landscape will look like? You know, if somebody asked somebody in 2015, no one would have ever thought about, you know, where we are today. Mm-hmm. So no pressure. <laughs> Well, I think, as I have been saying, I think what we are living in now is already the late part of the information age. So it's no longer the information age. I was on a podcast with the co-founder of Wikipedia, and he said it is more like the disinformation age or the misinformation age. And I think this is going to accelerate really heavily by the time we reach 2025. And the solution to this noise in the misinformation age is is really a personalization and humanization of marketing, by which I mean, you will be competing against, you know, a billion other, you know, products or like services that have uh, perhaps they're as good as yours or not, but you have to realize it's not the product or the service that matters. It's, It's understanding the customer that matters and that would matter more and building this relationship that would matter more. And this you can really, really do by showing your expertise, not, not your, not how great your product is, but, but by showing the customer how much you know about your industry. And you can do that using interactive content. I think by 2025, it would be the norm. If it's not already, it will definitely be the norm because this pandemic will move things online. And because, you know, it's not just once that it's happening because they're already talking about another virus that they had to contain in another Chinese supermarket recently. So this is going to be something, lockdowns or something that might actually become the norm, you know, immediate lockdown. So... There needs to be a backup plan all the time that a business needs to have, and they shouldn't completely just rely on physical retail. E-commerce is the future, and it's the future, really, like strictly the future. <laughs> that's that's well, we're very very well put, very eloquently put. Um, yeah, so Soksham, it's been an absolute pleasure having you. Um, for those of you who want to find out more about Outgrow, it's just outgrow.co, um, or just Google it. Um, just by the way, um, for those people who you know loved your voice, loved your loved what you had to share, are you active on any social media channels? Um, you um, so people can follow you or. Uh, for sure. You can uh, follow our Marketer of the Month podcast. It is uh, streamed across seven different platforms. Uh, okay. So just try to look, look it up on Spotify or Google Podcasts and you'll find it there. Uh, but key thing is what I do want to emphasize is that Black Friday and the whole Christmas uh, shopping season is actually coming up. So I think it's very easy. I don't like, I really like, it doesn't matter what industry you're in across 21 different industries. We already have interactive templates ready that you can just go and embed and see whether they work out for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can claim an extended trial if you just go to outgrow.co forward slash 
2XEC, and you'd be able to claim an extended trial uh, as well as a 20% yearly discount if you want to buy the product. And this would be really helpful because this is the season I really want to emphasize. It is the only chance you might actually get before things really turn online. And Amazon's going to come next year with great online strategies, but they don't have them this year. And so you can compete with them at an equal level by using interactive content. So do use it. Awesome, awesome, Maxim. So, so the, the URL again is outgrow.co forward slash 2XEC. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, cool. Um, yep, so um, just a pleasure having you on. And um, yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of 2X e-commerce. We encourage you to connect with our community of 2X e-commerce listeners on our Facebook group, e-commerce growth accelerator mastermind just search for 2x e-commerce on facebook to find it answer three questions and you'll be approved grab the show notes of this episode on our website 2xecommerce.com finally if you haven't already give the show a review on your podcasting app catch you on the next show and keep growing